1: Back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your humble, happy host broadcasting live from Super Hot Austin, Texas. <laughs> Julie, welcome to today's show. That was Indeed. pretty good, right?
0: Thank you. Uh, it's very good. Absolutely.
1: So we, so looking guys, we are fo- we are focusing on the importance of price reductions. We're telling you guys this uh, on today's show. We're walking you through the specifics of how to, uh, you know, essentially the. The art and science, let's call it, of basically how to get price reductions. The art and science is basically how to start your conversations with sellers in an honest, ethical way so that when the conversation about repositioning your house on the market to better reflect the buyer's expectations, when that actually happens, they're not mad. We are helping you guys to understand how to be professional and not have these relationships with these sellers that turn adversarial. I read an article this morning on um, – uh, what was it? I don't remember. Oh, it was, I think actually it was on Zero Hedge. And it was talking about, about New York City. Julie, I didn't tell you about this. Mm-hmm. And so in New York City, where your uh, average sale price, of, or where, I'm sorry, New York City, I'm trying to remember, it was houses or condos or apartments, whatever you want to call them, over four million dollars, which for the rest of the world is like a lot of money, but New York City, that's like a move up price range. but so anything over four million, the average days in the market this is Manhattan in the financial district, and you guys understand what I'm talking about. Uh, the average days in the market is 311 days. And the amount of price reductions you have to go the, you're having to do for uh, oh. properties over four million in the city, uh, between original list price and sale price is 11 percent and growing. Um, and most of the prices in New York City based on this article right now, uh, over four million dollars, most of the things are overpriced right now by at least fifteen percent, okay? So there you go. Now, I, Julie and I use New York City as an example a lot because New York City is also an example of an incredibly vibrant market where prices have gone crazy, where, you know, essentially things through multiple offers and da-da-da-da-da, but about a year ago, things started to shift. And we know from having been coaching for a couple decades, we know that what always happens when there's a shift is that it always starts in the upper end and it works its way down. Sometimes it works its way down over the course of a year. Sometimes it takes two years. But what we're seeing now is we're seeing this shift happening quick. Now, be clear, and I'm going to tell you guys this probably on every other show just so you understand, the mar- there is no one real estate market. A lot of you guys have heard that concept before, and it's true. And even in your market, there's no one market. So, like where Julie and I used to sell real estate in Columbus, Ohio, how's the market in Columbus, Ohio? There is no. You can't just say it's you know great or you know whatever. It depends on where you're looking. It depends not only where you're looking. It depends on what the price range is. It depends on you know. You guys understand what I'm saying, and if you don't, what we're talking about basically is really getting into your MLS and really, really learning how to know the market that is what you're supposed to do as a professional and if you're lacking confidence and you're fearful of having conversations with sellers about the market that you know that are actually authoritative where you're providing real information you just really need to learn how to become a master of your statistics it's one of the first things our coaches will do with you guys is you have to learn to be a market master because what comes from that not only is the information but it's also the confidence and almost the enthusiasm to share that information with other people wherever you go, and then you become the de facto expert. If, you know, that's like if you guys are, if I were to drop you and I were to drop you into a grocery store today, and someone to come up and ask you a question about the market, the, question, the answer is would you, would you be able to give them a real answer or do you have to BS an answer? Nine times out of ten, you guys are BSing answers, and, and you know it, and you're at, basically that makes you feel like you're out of integrity. But what's more is oftentimes the sellers can sense that you're BSing versus if you're a true market master, you'll know that. So yes, the market's shifting. Yes, it's critical you know how to have conversations with sellers when you take the listings about how to position the house in the market. But it's also important that you understand that you might be in a market where actually things are still selling like hotcakes, where you're having to beat the buyers off with a stick, where you're basically seeing no end to the, you know, you could be in a market like that. And this information may not be exactly relevant to you at this exact moment, you know, because you have five offers with 50, or five uh, listings with 50 offers, but it is coming your way. So be prepared. Get educated ahead of time so you're not having to play catch up. Does that make sense, Julie?
0: Yeah, absolutely, and that leads me to a little radio shout out for Mr. Leon Higgins, who lives in Marina del Rey, that's part of Los Angeles, so anybody who has those referrals for his area, Leon is your guy, and Leon wrote a great email that that was actually to you, says, Tim, just want to say thanks for staying in the watchtower and giving us your guidance. Just read a report from Property Radar indicating May sales were down 4.7% year over year. May sales were down 4.7% year over year. Everything you've been telling us about the market has been spot on. I've learned to listen to what you say, be prepared, and take action. We don't have crystal balls, but with you and Julie, I feel like I have a little bit of an edge. Much appreciated from Leon. So thank you, Leon, for sending that. And, again, anyone with referrals from Marina Del Rey, you know who to send them to. So that's, and
1: that's
0: Leon, he, it, he's being prepared. That's what you just talked about. Go ahead.
1: And, Leon, I apologize for reading that on the radio without asking you first, but I didn't think you'd mind. <laughs> okay?
0: Ah, so, yes, I have uh, have of that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know it wasn't your fault, Julie. You sent it to me. I'm just realizing as you were reading okay. it I never actually asked him if it was okay. But I'm <laughs> sure he won't care. He's a good guy. It's all good. All right, cool. So we're going to be focusing on we're, we're staying on this theme of price reductions. I want you guys to make sure you're paying attention, but go back to those two words I was sharing with you. It's the art and science of price reductions. It's the psychology of price reductions. A lot of you guys are being taught essentially just say this, just do this, like it's a script. Like you can somehow be like, you know, a robot and just spit this out and somehow the seller's yeah. magically going to react in a certain way. Doesn't work like that. Price reductions is a money conversation, and when you're dealing with money, oftentimes you're dealing with people's fears, their ego, and yeah, that's where basically you walk into these situations where you're meeting with the nicest lady you've ever met in your life. Oh my gosh, she's a sweetheart. You know, you want, you want to have her over for Thanksgiving. Oh, it's the greatest, sweetest seller you've ever met. She reminds, me, reminds you of your grandma on her best days. But then as soon as you bring up price,
0: <laughs>
1: you, it's, right? she turns into something yeah. completely different. Okay, That's the reason you guys need to master the art and science and the psychology behind really good price reduction. So take good notes. We're going to finish out this, uh, this session, and I think maybe tomorrow or on Friday anyway, talking about the specifics and then next week, we're going to give you actual scripts. Um, the scripts are they are fantastic, if I might say so myself, um, but they're not as effective as they would be if you understand, again, the psychology behind making the scripts work. Does that make sense, Julie?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we're laying the groundwork so that you're not just spitting out a sentence or two and hoping for it to work. So... Today we're gonna talk about, and probably tomorrow or Friday, your pre-price reduction plan. So here's the secret. You are more likely to get your reduction and get a bigger one when you take the following steps prior to having that conversation. So this is all before you're ramping up to have the big conversation. So number one, do an updated CMA and deliver it to your seller. Include valuable and specific commentary based on your experience and your expertise. Preview the competition if necessary, and Gina, one of our great assistants and also a great agent on her own, reminded me when you preview, not just, you know, what's out of your MLS, but go preview new construction, preview for sale by owners, preview everything that could be construed as competition in the mind of the buyer. That way you can do the best job presenting the CMA information. Know the solds as well as the active competition. And again, don't forget any new construction, keeping in mind that new construction that's as much as $100,000, 150000 more than your subject property is still competition, as well as going down a little bit in price for new, competition, uh, new construction as well. Now, you don't have to say to your homeowner, hey, I'm going to send you a new CMA so we can talk about price. You can just send an updated CMA. And in fact, with the longer the days on the market, you should be doing updated CMAs fairly regularly anyway as part of your seller conversations. There's a reason why the REO companies ask for BPOs regularly. They're watching the market. Their job is to get the home sold. So think like that and do an updated CMA including both actives and sold. So, for example, in the three weeks that you've been listed, what has sold that you used to compete with three weeks ago and why did it sell Versus your listing, what's up with that? Go find out. Well, maybe that's because the kitchen's outdated. But go ahead, Tim.
1: But with with providing the information on the CMAs, right? You're not. uh, What you're doing is giving them the content now. We've talked about personality styles and all that on this radio show many times before. And, but what you'll find is pretty much when it comes to money, everybody becomes very analytical. And so by providing the CMAs in a non-threatening way, they can essentially look at the information. Now, you can go and basically, like, point out, take, a, like, a, a Sharpie pen and, you know, and sometimes you mail these, sometimes you email these. You guys know how you can use CMA software, even the MLS the CMA software, to really point out the average cost per square But the pricing trends, you know, all that good stuff. But the point is, is in the uh, 12-week seller communication plan, integrate into there, depending on the nature of your market, doing uh, weekly if not monthly updated CMAs. The sellers want to see this information. Some of them more than others. Granted, some of them are going to be like, what did you email that to me for? What did you mail that to me for? But it it covers the perception, or at least it helps you with the perception of, you know, what have you done? Remember that old Janet Jackson song? to like, what have you done for me lately? Right? I mean, isn't <laughs> right. that basically what, right? Isn't that it's what, totally what they're thinking. My, Absolutely. That's exactly Absolutely. what they're thinking. You 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 guys could have been over there, given the best cat and monkey show, had the Goodyear blimp flying over, dropping, you know, diamond-studded diamonds, you know, with pictures of the house and just whatever. You just did the greatest. That was last week. What have you done for me lately? So that's the point of the 12-week seller communication plan. You're keeping in front of that uh, perception that you're not doing anything. And, you know, an updated CMA, especially in a lot of markets where they're starting to change, is going to be critical information so that when you go to them, using the scripts we're going to share with you next week, you're going to basically build up a bunch of information that hopefully they've read that will put you in a position to more easily get a price reduction.
0: That's it. Okay, so number two, review the feedback from the showings. Help your seller remedy any fixable negative feedback. Provide your service providers, offer to schedule and supervise the process, help them out. It's so much more likely that they're going to get it done if you help them, especially you're super busy, especially your professionals. They just don't have the time to allot to it. So it's okay for you to continue to help them relationship-wise, get it sold You know, yes, sometimes it seems like you're being their assistant, but guess what? This is part of the deal as a listing agent. It's your job to help get the home sold for the most amount of money in the least amount of time. So help them remedy any fixable negative stuff. Go ahead.
1: But, Julie, let's talk about feedback. I mean, I don't know if you – I don't see anything in the notes, but feedback, guys, is really critical. A lot of you have never gotten feedback for your sellers because you've only sold real estate in a hot seller's market. But feedback is critical in a changing market. The feedback is a blessing for you when agents leave it, because in most cases they are going to be way too honest. They're going to say my seller didn't like this, or, or my sorry, my buyer didn't like this, or my buyer didn't like that. And, and you know, so what we used to do, and you can do this a bunch of different ways. First of all, there's a cool online service, and they're, they're still in business. We had them on the radio, I think last year, called HomeFeedback.com. I like the service. It's cheap. It's effective. The problem is, is that it's tough to get agents to actually complete the home feedback. Um, but if they do, it's fantastic information. Uh, the next alternative to that would be is have a real live feedback form that you leave on the kitchen counter that just asks three simple questions, price, condition, location. But even at that, you're not necessarily going to get the most honest answers because, you know, this is the nature of it. The third alternative, and this won't be a good fit for all of you, but some of you this will be a good alternative, is find somebody on you know find basically somebody we had when we sold real estate, you know we had somebody that literally after every fee, after every showing would call the agent and would uh, uh, ask like five simple questions, and literally that information then would be uh, shared real time with the seller. So the feedback specialist job was to call the buyer's agent, get the feedback, and then call the seller and give them the feedback. If the seller, if the buyer's agent didn't give feedback, didn't return phone calls or whatever, then what would happen is that the uh, showing uh, person, uh, I'm sorry, the feedback person would then call the seller and say, listen, that showing you had last Wednesday, they never called back for feedback. We called them three times. But I did get feedback from the one from the previous Tuesday. And then that information then would be passed along. And, again, it, it helps the seller to feel like you're doing something. Ideally, you're getting showings, and they're they're hearing and seeing the feedback. And Julie said the um, web address is uh, showingsuite.com. Showingsuite.com, HomeFeedback.com, But feedback is really critical because then what happens is it gives you more ammunition when it comes time to actually reposition the house. The carpet you told them that was horrible, now that they've heard it from 10 other people, now they're actually going to take it seriously. You see? That's how feedback become a valuable tool for helping you guys essentially position the house so that it actually sells. Um, Julie, point number three?
0: Well, and and keep in mind, too, once the negative feedback has been corrected, market it for another seven to ten days through a couple of weekends, reassess if that's going to cause the home to sell. Meanwhile, call all the previous showing agents to notify them about the negative feedback that's been corrected, and then make your assessment. So point number three, review with your homeowner what has been done. This is back to Tim's song, what have you done for me lately? Review what has actually been done because they're wondering what you're doing. And if they haven't yet, the second you start talking price adjustment, they're going to wonder what are you doing? What's your role in this? So review with them before they ask you, be in front of that, what have you done to promote the home? Prospecting, marketing, open houses, broker opens, and what have your results been? This should follow your listing plan of action that's included in your pre-listing package. Essentials clients, pay attention. We've already done all of this for you. You already have something in your pre-listing package which is basically what you're promising to do to get the home sold. So don't, don't forget, a lot of sellers keep that in their desk, post it on their refrigerator. This is what you've done for them lately or at least what you promised. So you've got to remember that you did that and follow along with that plan that you promised. If you said that you were going to hold three open houses and you just completed the third one and you've got feedback from each, you can refer back to that listing plan of action, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, remember I promised you three open houses and we've talked about the results. So what have you done? Another great script is I'm doing everything I always do to sell the homes I've always sold. We'll talk about that more in the script section. But, yes, right. review before they ask you, what have you done for me lately? You tell them what you've done for them lately so that you avoid that potential conflict. Does that make sense, to them? just to get in front of it before it, it it's too does. late?
1: Yeah. You know, it's hard for me not to jump in with scripts as I was listening to what you were saying because <laughs> I know a lot of these – I so having coached forever, one of the biggest – This we are right at the crossroads of why some agents choose never to become listing agents because they're so fearful of questions like, uh, my house has been for sale for a month. Why haven't you shown it, right? You know, those types of things are what basically prevent a lot of you guys from ever becoming listing agents. And here's the script, by the way. Mr. Seller, I really appreciate that question. I really do. And, and the fact is, is that I might not always be the agent that's showing the house, but I am the reason that it's getting shown and then go pivot back and talk to them about the marketing plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and Now, this is a special message for coaching clients. You guys gotta listen to this. Make sure you're using the pre-listing pack. I had a couple calls today, and people are using the pre-listing pack, but they're leaving things out. Don't leave anything out. It's all designed to work together in harmony. For example, when you guys are delivering your pre-listing pack, coaching clients, make sure you're including you know, the 10 or the 20 questions uh, that the seller can use if they're choosing to interview any, any other agents. It's really important. Don't forget to include net sheets. In a changing market like this, you want to give them a net sheet that shows three possible different outcomes, like you know, low, medium, and high. Essentially, that way you're covering your basis and you're showing them the ramifications of you know, basically three different scenarios. That's important. And also, the complete home selling guide. The complete home selling guide. I know is something. It's but that's big but it's something that makes you unique. The selling guide is what the seller gets after they sign your listing contract and it has your 12-week seller communication plan. It has basically all kinds of information. It has your, you know, the preferred moving companies. It has all that information that the seller needs basically to help them transition to the new property don 't be over reliant on having stuff online when you give something when you you know people have something in their hands something that feels and looks really professional that makes an enormous difference. Online stuff has become ubiquitous and if you're the person that's basically showing you know showing up with a professional uh, presentation you've given them the free listing pack ahead of time you've given them a complete home selling guide at the end of the process. Guys, that makes all the difference in the world if you're not doing any of those things if you don 't know what i 'm talking about. Um, And if some of these things that we're talking about feel sort of intimidating, it's because you need a coach. Um, Guys, we've made it very easy for you. You're listening on on your mobile device, most of you. Go scroll down, put in your name, your email address, and your phone number. We're going to give you six free books. Um, Two of the books are, frankly, I'm surprised we're giving them away because they sold really well. But anyway, one of them is Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. That's a fantastic book. It's big. It's over 300 pages. And the other book is uh, The Real Estate Treasure Map. The Real Estate Treasure Map is literally your business plan, but the best part of it is – Is it fills in the blank. You're essentially having a conversation with one of our coaches and you as you go through completing your business plan. This is not your typical real estate business plan. This is really, you know, essentially it's combining what's important to you personally and for your family and then it's making your business work around that versus your business and then your life and whatnot has to work around your business. No, we don't do that here. So, complete that form. You get the six free books. Someone from our office will call you back, answer any questions about real estate essentials. Now, Here's the beauty of Real Estate Coaching Essentials, guys. It's a real, live coaching program. I want to say that again. It's an honest-to-God coaching program where you get all the content, everything that we, frankly, have been, you know, I think we're kind of famous for providing a turnkey real estate solution. It works in all markets and all price ranges. But then you get four semi-private coaching calls with Julie every single week. Yes, this Julie on this phone call. And you get one private coaching call uh, with your coach uh, you have, yes, a real coach. You It's called Coaching on Demand. You schedule your coaching call around your schedule, and then you have a real-life coaching call with a coach every single month. Guys, the program, if you use the student approval program, which nine times out of ten you guys will, it is only $99. There's no payment for the first 30 days. It's a no-brainer. You guys have got to be seriously considering where you would be you know, had you joined this program six months ago, where you'd be today. Don't be looking back, say, six months from now wishing you would have done this. It's affordable. Everybody's approved. We're, uh, we are working with a lender so that we've literally made it so that no matter what your situation is, you can get into this program. This is our attempt. This is our honest-to-God, sincere uh, attempt at making it so that every single one of you can survive and thrive In the shifting market versus what happened last time when so many of you guys got washed under so fill out that form or just go to joinharris.com julie go to the next point please
0: all right perfect so point number four remember this is all precursor to having the big price conversation number four review market conditions is there more or less inventory since you listed this is part of your job as a real estate professional as a listing agent more or less inventory since you listed What has sold in the time that you've been on the market? What are the current average days on the market, list to sell price ratio, and absorption rate? And how does that compare to what it was when you started? Some of this can happen very quickly too. Some of you guys think it takes months and years for things to turn around. It can be 30 days to to see major impact. I remember Tim, we used to have, uh, it was like four listings in one little segment when we were selling in Columbus. And, you know, during that 30 days, there were two, I think one was probate and one was a short sale, and both of them went for like $15,000 less. It had a huge impact immediately on our listings. So things can happen quickly. It is your job to know what's happening on each and every one of your listings. Now, this gets easier when you train yourself to talk to all of your sellers on the same day of the week, and they see that call coming. I have lots of comments from the coaches when they get all of you guys to do this with your seller's 12-week communication plan. Once you've done it for three or four weeks, it's not unusual for your seller to suggest to you before you even bring it up that we might need a price adjustment, okay? So review the market conditions and know your stuff.
1: If you've been taking care of them along the way, if you've been doing the 12-week communication plan, only if, because if not, even if they know the price uh, needs to be lowered, but if they feel like you've neglected them, they will not give you the price reduction. They will fire you. So if you've been taking care of them along the way and doing exactly, if not more, than what you promised you were going to do, and it's time in the 12-week seller communication plan, you can modify it. You could say after two weeks or ten showings, whichever comes first, we reposition the house in the market, they'll know to expect that call. But if you didn't do what you said you were going to do, if you are out of integrity with the promises that you made, do not be surprised if they are absolutely adversarial to you because you brought that on yourself. So take that just be professional guys. Just follow the plan. Don't deviate. Right. Stay focused. And
0: you know, you, you mentioned not doing what you promised. Even if you are doing what you promised in terms of your marketing, your prospecting, et cetera, but you're not communicating that you're doing what you promised, that's just as bad. So I always ask coaching clients, when right. a homeowner who you have listed hasn't heard from you in, say, two to three weeks, are they jumping no. to positive conclusions or negative? What would your guess be, right? Are they <laughs> going, oh, you know what, they're just out there, I haven't heard from them because they're so busy talking to buyers about my property. No. No. That's not what's going through their head. <laughs> they think thinking you're playing they golf. They figure you're on the golf course. Exactly. That's right. And that you've ignored them, and then you run them in, run into them in the grocery store, and they notice that you you know you hide out in the yogurt aisle because you don't want to have that conversation. Or you have an, right? You have an
1: unusually good tan. Yeah, right?
0: exactly. They they are <laughs> hypersensitive to this stuff. So not so if you've been speaking with them regularly every week. Okay, so. Review your market conditions, and there's nothing worse. You know, I have all these flashbacks when we do calls like this. And, you know, yes, if, me if you're meeting with that seller and they say, well, you know what? Bob and Susie's house just came on the market down the street, and they're 40000 higher than me. I want to raise my price. <laughs> oh, and that'll help, right? So why well, is you that? Been... You can explain. It, you, you should know Bob and Susie's house did indeed come on the market, and I've actually previewed it. And the reason it's $40,000 right. more is because it's a fifth bedroom, the bonus room over the garage. They finished that out into a beautiful office, and they also have a finished lower level, which maybe their and house by doesn't the way, have. Go ahead. And,
1: and by the way, you had six people tell you in feedback that, you know, they don't enjoy the view of the freeway. And, you know, <laughs> right. that, 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 that strange comforting smell yeah, it really does smell like cat pee, and let's look at the feedback. I mean, so if you've been yeah. doing your job along the way, you're not just basically, it's not a surprise when you talk to them about repositioning the house on the market. I know. hope you guys are remembering that repositioning house <laughs> on market, not lowering price. I
0: have think you more have one more point, Julie? You remember the seller yeah, that sure. back to the freeway that said it sounded like the ocean?
1: Oh, you're making me tell a story. All right, we're <laughs> going to tell a story. So it's New, Al- it's New Albany, Ohio. Okay, and this is what this house is in Hampstead Heat. And I'll never forget this because what Julie's selling is so freaking funny. And we, and this was not expired, like expired like three times. Okay, I mean, think about that, oh, guys. Really? That thing had been on the market for like a year, a year and a half. So we go out there knowing it backs up to the road, beautiful lot, trees in the back, but a, ro- a busy road that's only going to get busier. And you could definitely hear the road. Um, you could hear the road a little bit from in the house, but man, if you were outside, it was there. So we go there, and the cellar has set up, I'm not, we're walking through, we're talking, we're doing our cat and monkey show, you know, everything's going, and then he wants, he calls Julie and I out to the backyard, because he knows darn well that we're going to talk to him about that road. So he calls us out, and then in these trees, he had put a little bench, and he, put, he basically <laughs> had, this little, he had this little bench sitting there amongst these trees, and he goes, now, I want you to sit there, and I'm like, okay. Whatever, is this where the dude whips out his chainsaw? I mean what is going on here? So anyway, so we sit on this little bench and he goes, Now close your eyes. This really happened, okay? Okay, so we sat there, we closed our eyes. And now he said, Now, doesn't the road sound like uh water? Doesn't it sound like the ocean? And we're like, Oh boy, (laughs) <laughs> so here he was trying to convince us the road noise was somehow, yeah. you know, some sort of Stupid. meditative, relaxing thing mm-hmm. as the truck went by. I mean, so I I mean, these are the funny experiences that <laughs> – that, that's so true, though. Sorry, I
0: could not yeah. resist. i mean, I'm having
1: I know, flashback go, syndrome. We, but we could yeah. tell crazy real estate stories till the cows come home. I know.
0: All right, so just a couple of quick more points. Number five, <laughs> review the seller's motivation. Has anything changed – Or do they still have to move by insert time frame because of insert motivation? So has anything changed or do they still have to move by the time school goes back because they're being relocated no matter what they have to take the job? You can remind them of that so that we can get you to Atlanta by the time school starts in Atlanta and you can move as a family. We need to adjust the price to more accurately represent the expectations of the market. So it's not because you say so, it's because their motivation is dictating that we get more accurate on the price. So next is number six, now you go for your price reduction. Again, if you lay the groundwork the way we have put out there, it's gonna be so much easier. And as I said, when you've done this regularly and they've heard from you all the time and they know that you're hard at work for them and not just on the golf course, okay, it's gonna be so much easier and they may bring it up to you. So don't try to use your scripts by themselves you've got to lay the groundwork it's part of your job as a trusted real estate professional so we will get into scripts i think we may have an interview tomorrow and then we're going to get into scripts if after that if i'm julie so I, I got an email
1: yeah. i got an email mm-hmm. during the show today and you guys can email us anytime It's Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com, and I'm not. A lot of it's personal. I was just scanning it while you were reading last point, but here's the gist of it. Mm -hmm. Somebody just basically had three place uh, properties fall out of contract because of appraisal issues. That's Mm -hmm. okay. So and and now this gal, it's either Lanny or Lonnie. It might be a guy or might be a gal. I'm not sure. They're in panic mode and they're asking what to do. Okay, so listen, so I can help you immediately. And this is this person is a coaching client. Um, assuming these deals are truly dead, assuming they cannot be resurrected, which based on your email, it sounds like that's the case. What I need you to do is uh, immediately go to the Real Estate Coaching Essentials section where the BPOs are, and I want you to start, if you haven't done this already, register with all the top BPO companies and start doing BPOs immediately. Uh, based on your email, you're going to need cash flow immediately. A BPO will pay you within 30 days depending on your market, 50 bucks, 75 bucks, 100 bucks, 125 bucks. So definitely get to work doing these BPOs because, um, again, you might, it might be a while before you get a commission. So definitely do not wait for your money to run out. Do something. Don't do nothing. Get to going on BPOs. Set a minimum standard for the next 30 days of doing two or three BPOs a day while you get your deals spun back up, okay? So that's your immediate stopgap. Don't just do what most agents do and quietly and miserably go broke. Take some actions on that. Uh, Coaching clients who are not doing BPOs yet, you guys must be getting registered with all the top companies because a year from now, when all the other agents are figuring out that BPOs are a great way to make money, they're going to be wondering, you know, they're going to be rushing to to register as well, and literally the way these BPO companies work is if they, if you've established yourself as a preferred uh, provider, a preferred vendor, you're going to get the BPOs and the other agents are just going to go on wait lists. It happened last time, it's going to happen this time, please do not wait, take action on that. Um, and if you guys are on your desktops and you're ready to get into the coaching program, just go to joinharris.com, joinharris.com. In the meantime, guys, anytime you need us for anything, uh, you know we read and respond to your emails. We're always interested in your feedback, always interested in show ideas, always interested in potential guests. Uh, Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. Thank you for making this the number one listen-to real estate coaching radio out there. And thank you for those of you who have uh, chosen us to be your coaches. It is an honor to be your coaches and we mean that sincerely. Anything, anytime we can ever do to help you, let us know. Have a great day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow.
0: This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows and until next time,